Welcome to the latest version of CMY Kick, podcast dedicated to design, content, and creative, and all things innovative. We are a podcast that is unsponsored, and that's how we like it. This way we have the freedom to say whatever we want and do whatever we want and not offend anybody. However, if you would like to sponsor us, shoot an email to info at graceinnovation.com. So today we're going to be talking about rebranding, and I have our creative director here with us, Alex Kosick. And uh, yeah, we're just going to be riffing on why a rebrand is important. And uh, we're going through a rebrand now um, that is, you know, a step in the right direction for us as to where we want to go as far as clients that we're attracting as we start to move into a space where we're talking to more and more fashion, luxury, retail, entertainment, uh, travel brands. We want to be expressed properly with our rebrand. And when they see us, we want a certain perception. And, um, also, it's important that internally how you feel as a company uh, gets expressed through the brand. So um, without further ado, we're going to jump right in. Uh, so Alex, when I brought the rebrand to you, right, the idea, what were your first thoughts about it? Like, honestly, uh, I think at first, maybe I was a little skeptical, but I think it really makes sense because with any evolution of any business, any creative business, um, you know, you're also with changing your values over time where you kind of start to find your your mark, you're going to have to evolve your system as well. So I think it's extremely necessary and appropriate. Yeah, that's how I felt. I felt like when, when we first, you know, designed our brand uh, years ago, we never really put the proper um, work that we, we would put into a client into it. Uh, that's the problem, right? It's like the, there's like a saying like the cobbler's kids have the worst shoes yeah. it's like an old school saying and you know it's like we're we're an agency that's going to be representing you know brands our brand needs to be spot on as well um and i think you're right like i think you know as you change your mission and your values your brand should evolve when i came to you and i was like oh uh we want to <laughs> we want to use we want to use gold and white like what were your thought like what were you thinking like uh, I think it's really easy when you hear gold and white to uh, immediately go like Pinterest mom, <laughs> which I think is like really <laughs> silly because it's really funny because now with what we have, it's, I wouldn't even consider that it's something that's like more high class, if anything. But I think kind of like what we did and maybe where my head was at initially and where maybe a lot of brands are is, uh, you know, they're, it's tradition. Like what was prior was almost tradition of like, oh, I like the way this is. It's comfortable, but of course it doesn't fit the mold of uh, what our new mission is. Yeah, we came up with something prior to that, right? The design prior. And as much as I still love it as a design, but to me it was very, very, um, I don't even know how to explain it actually. It was, it, it felt very like dense, right? You know, like noise and density yeah. and intensity. And and um, I think with the new the new design that I got, kind of started with that you helped obviously facilitate a huge part of it it felt light yeah right like it felt light and free and i really i don't know something just shifted sure you know? yeah i think it's really funny because uh i think our prior stuff it was super east coast you know like super hip-hop east kind of like um i wouldn't say edgy but kind of like 
I don't know, a little dirty, yeah. but like, gritty. you know, yeah, gritty, but, Grit. but cool and still kind of hip where now we have it. It's so, it's, it's like really artistic and I think a little more intellectual. Yeah. It feels refined, yeah. but it also feels like you could kind of go anywhere. With sure. It. Like you could represent any client, even though we are working in, like we want a partnership in luxury retail. Yeah. I think, um, I think one of the things that other brands need to understand is kind of why a rebrand happens, you know, which we just touched on. Um, it's just growth. You, you grow, you need to rebrand. Um, and I think, you know, kind of maybe we'll go through some, some of the steps here. Um, what do you think is one of the most important things about a rebrand? Like, you know, starting off with it, like what's, what comes first? Oh man. Uh, well first certainly identity, but before you can even start, with the identity process is just kind of more of the the conceptualizing of, of why the rebrand is necessary. Maybe it's something like not appealing. You're not appealing to audiences as easy. Maybe like you're missing something. You're lacking something. One of the one of the biggest telltale signs of that a rebrand is necessary is if if you're kind of you know driving the ship so to speak, and you're meeting with clients, or maybe you're you're embarrassed maybe to hand out a business card or you know, as you're speaking to them about what your what your company's doing, you're kind of sensing maybe a disconnect. I think that's that's like very obvious. But I mean, after going through research, that definitely starting to to build on how you can um, assimilate what your new values are with identity. No, it makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. you want to hand out a business card and be almost like excited for yes. them to see it, yeah. or you want to give out your website address mm -hmm. and almost have them like excited to take a look at it or send a deck in an email. Mm -hmm. If you feel like a little cringy mm -hmm. or something or you feel like almost like oh i gotta go check the site and make sure it looks good sure like, like that's not a good that's a probably a clear indicator that a rebrand is it's time for a rebrand yeah um yeah i mean i deal with this all the time you know per, today we live in a, in a world of incredible amounts of perception sure as we move further and further away from you know more human interaction face to face we move more and more into a sphere of, of perception where you're, you know, people are going to judge you based on all these things, yeah. websites, content, um, you know, the aesthetic look, the messaging. And if they don't, if it doesn't jive with them right away or they feel any inkling of unprofessionalism, right. there's a chance you could lose, you know, lose contracts. I mean, um, I think that that's an area where you can't really slack, you know, sure. so that's a good point. Um, I think both of us have you know, probably expressed our, our love for like some of the Swiss design. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, when you walk into a project, what are some, uh, what are some styles that, you know, you've really been, um, excited about this year? Like what are some design styles that you're into? It's anything, you know, you just, even if it's just brands you like. Or sure. Um, I mean, I think brands, what's kind of funny is kind of what you're talking about, like with the, the modern stuff. What's kind of funny is like a, like Adidas is totally killing it, and they're they're actually a German company, and I had no idea that actually. I mean, maybe you knew. I, I don't know. I didn't get the memo, yeah. but uh, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't get the design memo. Um, but yeah, actually, Adidas is like totally killing it. And, um, unrelated plug, but their their stocks are through the roof. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And it's funny because it, it's it's a streetwear brand that's like totally high fashion, and it, you know there are elements that are like modern, but it, it's it's totally out of the box where it doesn't feel like a, like a total Swiss design package, right? which I think is pretty interesting. And then on, on the other end of the spectrum, like Hulu is also killing it too. And I mean, that's just, it's just digital. I mean, they're not putting out any, any kind of articles of clothing. Hulu um, is awesome. In their yeah, but I want to go back to what you said about Adidas. Cause it's really, really important. Yeah. Um, 
Adidas, to me, is one of my favorite brands. Definitely. And the reason Adidas is one of my favorite brands is because of what you said. They're a streetwear brand that creates a completely different vibe yes. in their branding. Now, my question is to you. Do, you. do you think they set out that intention, or do you think it was an evolutionary process? I would probably say it was an evolutionary process. If I had to guess, but I mean, I think that that's more yeah. an opinion. But like it, it's Adidas just... in the 90s was like sambas and soccer. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because, like, I mean, back then, I don't know, like Adidas now is so high above the rest than all of them. Where, um, I don't know, where like now I feel like, um, you know, back then it's like Reebok and Adidas. They're kind of cut from the same cloth and now it's not even close. You can go to to a museum, you can go somewhere fancy, and um, you're going to see people wearing Adidas. I mean, you see it all the time. At, like, Kanye. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. So sure. Kanye launched, you know, his, I mean, he's a high fashion fan. Definitely, yeah. And he launched, uh, you know, work through Adidas. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't remember when it happened. Yeah, I know. If I look back, I can't pick out the time period. Um, but, yeah, at some point they went from this sports streetwear brand into, like, this, this almost, like, tech, high fashion infused, yeah. like, streetwear brand. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, like you said, when you think of Adidas, you think of something much higher than where they started. Yeah, I know. And I think that's, uh, you know, I always wonder, like, is that something that... Um, is is the plan, or is it kind of the plan, and then it evolves, or is it, or is that just the evolution, and then picking up on, hey, like we need to become an identifier here, or there's no way to identify it between us, Reebok, you know, uh, uh, what's the other company? Um, Nike. Nike is obviously the biggest company, but no, the other one is uh, what's the one? Puma. Puma, uh, uh, yeah. the one that you worked for. Oh, Under Armour. Under Armour, like yeah, how yeah. does like Adidas, you know, they had to become unique. Sure. And I think they did. Yeah. You, know, like, you were never gonna, you were never gonna, like mix them up with any of the other brands nowadays. Sure. So I think that's cool. Another one is Supreme. Yeah. You definitely. Know, talking about, do you know much about them? Um, no, not particularly. Yeah, um, you know how big they are now. Absolutely, yeah. So they kind of enca- encapsulate that energy as well, where like they, they started. Uh, I remember Supreme in like 90, 90, 1996. Oh, wow. 98. That's crazy. Uh, they were very small. They were the the most well-known, but very small skateboard shop in New York City. That's crazy. Skateboarding was very counterculture. Yeah. yeah. And you see like the evolution of their company over God, 20 or 30 years. They Now they're working with like Louis Vuitton. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised there's not like a dope documentary on them. <laughs> we gotta look that up after the podcast. Might have to shoot one. We need a Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, look that up. Sean's like the Jamie, basically. Pretty much. I don't have an extra laptop though. Yeah. Um, any other brands that you're really feeling this year? You said Hulu. You said Adidas. I feel like there's a lot in like streetwear. I kind of just gotta think about it. Yeah. I mean, definitely Supreme. Like that. That's easy. Um, I feel like the easy stuff is still kind of in its own category, but that is an offshoot of Adidas. Yeah. But. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Like, have you ever else. heard of uh, uh, Kanye's other company, um, Donda? No, actually, I've never heard of it. It's yeah. like a company that check he, it out. He created a company to, um, I guess, do. It's like a create, almost like a creative agency meets tech meets. Uh, huh. He tried to do like That's all cool. these things, like creative tech advertising, like education, fashion. Like it's oh, pretty wild. It's a pretty wild initiative. Yeah, they do like album covers. They do, I think they do like events, experiential. Um, it's pretty cool. 
I got a question. Now that we're working a little bit more with, like, what do you think about this whole data thing that we're that we're building here? Like, where the data drives the, the creative. I think it's pretty wild because, um, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of really from the more artistic discipline, and and granted, you know, there there certainly is like a, a lot of um, a lot of rigor in just knowing, like, you know when to do what and functionality, but it's kind of really like something that I really would have no knowledge of, but just how it sounds like it's so out of my discipline, it sounds like it could really like just take a lot of things by storm. And I think like when I first heard it, I think it sounded like kind of foreign, but <laughs> after after kind of like being a little more familiar with it, I could really see how it, it could take like a lot of things by storm, especially the the creative world in particular. Yeah, I think when, you, when you're making creative content and design with some type of support from yeah. real data from a real audience or a real demographic it's like a game changer yeah. like i was even showing you guys last night or this morning the stuff i uncovered last night about that real estate brand that we work with where oh like 85 percent of the people consuming the content online are females sure or you know two-thirds are over 65 so like how does that affect our messaging how does that affect our creative our visuals our look or feel um, I think there's a lot to be learned from that. So, well, it's just funny because um, I mean, back when we were talking about evolution, like that's just kind of something like I've never had to consider. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just kind of working in another dimension that I never really like even considered or really understood was was possible. Which I guess now in this generation, it, it's it's totally possible. I mean, if anything, it's like why aren't more people doing it? Yeah, because they get stuck. Sure, business as usual is very easy. I've always been someone just to grow. Um, to change, to move. And, you know, that's why I kind of surround myself with sustainers, mm. people who like to keep things sustained. But that's a good compliment. But you're right. Like, yeah. But I think really the energy of our generation, I'm 33 to 23, he's in the middle, right? Yeah, 26. Six. Our generation, we kind of grew up now seeing things change very rapidly, yeah. constantly. Sure. So we're, we're like adapted to it. So yeah. we're, we're the vehicles that need to bring this to the, to the bigger companies and say, hey, like we see another way that can really help you. Definitely. Help your bottom line. Any closing remarks, my friend? Oh, man. Um, I just want to inform you guys. Vice did a short documentary about Supreme. A short one. Sick. A 30-minute one. And there are a whole bunch on YouTube, but from the pictures, they look awful. So we can't do this. <laughs> Not this. Let's reach out. Supreme, if you're listening, Get at us and give us hoodies. Hoodie, just one. Just one. We'll work for I'm going to resell it though. <laughs> yeah, just hold on to it for two years, throw it on eBay. All right. So this is uh, CMY Kick signing off. Mm-hmm.